And now, in honor of Mother's Day, we have a special Wilshire Church of Christ reading of The Runaway Bunny by Margaret Wise Brown. There was a little bunny who wanted to run away. So she said to her mother, I am running away. If you run away, said the mother, then I will run after you, for you are my little bunny. If you run after me, said the little bunny, I will become a fish in a trout stream, and I will swim away from you. If you become a fish in a trout stream, said his mother, I will become a fisherman, and I will fish for you. If you become a fisherman, said the little bunny, I will become a rock on the mountain high above you. If you become a rock on the mountain high above me, said his mother, I will be a mountain climber, and I will climb to where you are. If you become a mountain climber, said the little bunny, I will be a crocus in the hidden garden. If you become a crocus in a hidden garden, said his mother, I will be a gardener, and I will find you. If you are a gardener and find me, said the little bunny, I, then I will be a bird and fly away from you. If you become a bird and fly away from me, said his mother, I will be a tree that you come home to. If you become a tree, said the little bunny, I will become a sailboat and sail away from you. If you become a sailboat and sail away from me, said his mother, I will become the wind and blow you back to me. If you become the wind and blow me, said the little bunny, I will join a circus and fly away on a flying trapeze. If you fly on a trapeze, said his mother, I will become a tightrope walker and walk across the air to you. If you become a tightrope walker and walk across the air, said the bunny, I will become a little boy and run into a house. If you become a little boy and run into a house, said the mother, I will become your mother catch you in my arms and hug you. Shuck, said the bunny, I might as well just stay where I am and be your little bunny. And so he did. Have a carrot, said the mother bunny. The end. Good morning, Wilshire. Uh, welcome to the Wilshire Church of Christ online worship service. We're glad that you've joined us. Happy Mother's Day. Congratulations to all the mothers. We're very, very proud of you. You know, uh, COVID-19 is an enemy. It's taken a lot of stuff away from us. And mothers, I'm particularly sorry that on this day it is taken away from many of you the chance to uh, have your children hug you and kiss you and tell you how special you are. I hope they will virtually some way, but uh, I'm really sorry that you don't get to be in each other's presence as much as we would otherwise. Uh, today, I really only have one scripture that I want to focus on. There are many others that we could look at. But I just want to focus today on one scripture, and it's tied in to that story that we read at the before we started the worship service, the Runaway Bunny story. If you've got your Bibles, I encourage you to turn over to Psalms 139, 
verses 7 through 12. Because to me, when I read The Runaway Bunny, I cannot not think about these words in Scripture. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. You know, the runaway bunny story is about a mother's love and the fact that a mother is is patient again and again and again. Whatever the child does, the mother wants to be with them. But it is a picture, and I believe it is a God-intended picture, of the far greater patience and persistence of God. God wants you. He wants you to come to be with him, and he wants to come and be with you. And like a mother, whatever you do to try and run away from God, God has a counter move to come and find you and to invite you to accept him and to be with him. However we try to run away from God, he comes to find us. I think this is a profound truth. I think God gave us mothers partly to help us understand how he feels about us. We look at mothers and they help us understand what God feels towards each one of us. Because we get kind of crazy in our minds sometimes. And we think we can do without God. And we want to run away from God. Sin will mess us up and get us to a place where we think, I, I, can, I can live my life perfectly happy without God. Sin is very, it's very common for sin to do that. The, the, you know, the classic case of that is an addiction. You know, if I'm, if I'm hooked on alcohol, if I'm hooked on drugs, I, I could be hooked on a lot of other stuff too, I guess then more and more, I don't want God or any person even that's going to get in the way, that's going to stand between me and that thing that I'm addicted to. Even when I know the thing that I'm addicted to is hurting me, it's causing me pain, it's ripping up my life, I still don't want anybody to come in and stand between me and it. I don't want God, I don't want you, I don't want my friends, I don't want my parents, I don't want my church, I don't want nothing to stop me from continuing in my addictive behavior. Get away from me. Get away from me if you're going to stop me. Let me sit here in my alcoholism. Let me sit here in my drug addiction. Let me sit here with my pornography, whatever, and, and leave me alone in my misery. God loves you too much to leave you alone. He wants to come and he wants to get you. And again and again, and he finds ways to come to be next to you. He sends people. He sends 
messages. He sends memories. He sends scriptures you learned when you were a little kid and suddenly you can't get it out of your mind and you know what you need to do. Sometimes he sends pain and tragedy to try and wake you up out of your lethargy. God won't let you run away. All kinds of sin can cause us to think we need to run away from God. I'm so angry. I want revenge so much. And I know what the Bible says about revenge. But right now, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. God, just leave me alone. But he won't leave you alone. He says, you serve Jesus Christ, who came when you didn't deserve it, and you were an enemy, and you deserved revenge. He came to offer you mercy instead. And he asked you to carry out the path of mercy. God comes to you because he wants you. He wants you to be with him where life is. Sometimes I get so tied up in something that gives me pleasure. This world, one of the great things about God is he's made a world that's filled with pleasant stuff. And I can just get focused in on a pleasure, not an addiction even, just something that gives me pleasure. And I think, this is all I need. This is all, I don't need anything else. As long as I can have this, I'm going to be good. Now that can become bad. I mean, it could cause me damage. Uh, I can mess up my life based on the pursuit of pleasure. I can push people away based on that. But even if I avoid all of those things that start to look like addiction, and I treat my pleasures with maturity and I handle it really well. If it's the thing that's causing me to say, I don't need God anymore. I don't need church anymore. I don't need, I don't need prayer anymore. I don't need closeness to Jesus Christ anymore. I've got this in my life and that's all I need. Even then God comes after me. He won't let me run away. He comes to me in a number of ways. One of the ways is in the nature of the pleasure itself. Because what I start finding is the pleasure that makes such big promises. Oh, if you do this, you'll be satisfied. Oh, if you do this, it'll be glorious. The nature of the pleasure itself is always incomplete. It's like an itch. You can't quite reach. You can't quite scratch. Why not? Why can't it be perfect? Because it's not, it's not its nature to be perfect. Pleasure is God saying he loves you. And if you don't realize who it is that sent you the pleasure, the pleasure itself is always going to be incomplete. The only way for pleasure to make sense to you, for joy to make sense to you, is to realize it for what it is. It is God saying he loves you. There is no pleasure in the world. Even things that are we take to excess in such a way that makes them sinful outside of God's bounds for us, the pleasure part of that is God saying he loves you. He created all the pleasures that exist. And so every bit of joy, every bit of fun, everything good 
is something meant to be received by us as from God and meant to evoke from us. Thank you, God. God loves loving us. He loves giving us good things. And just look at the world around us. It's got messes in it, of course, like this COVID stuff. But it's overwhelmingly good. He gives us good all the time. So much so that when we have the occasional bad, like this disease, we just, we're shocked. He loves giving us good things and what he wants back and what will make us the happiest is when we learn to realize, oh, you do love me. You do think I'm worthy. You do think I'm worth something, not just in this life, but forever. And you've shown me that by giving me these good things again and again, you really do want me. Thank you, God. Thank you for this. You know, we sing a song, count your blessings. Name them one by one. It's an old song, not over the moon about the tune or the poetry of that song. But the idea of that song is brilliant because it is talking about what every one of us needs to be. That is part of what you and I were created to do, to receive these glorious good gifts where God comes to us wherever we are, to receive them and to return to God a gift of praise, a response of gratitude. Thank you, God, for loving me. I want to be with you. God won't be content to let us run away from him. He always finds ways to come looking for us. And I'm really glad he does. You guys have a pleasant rest of the week. And once again, mothers, congratulations on this day. Bye-bye.